Welcome everybody. This is H50. Welcome to Let's Get Mixed. So today in on our insider we'll talk about more about the human body. We'll talk about another thing that we need to get mixed about and that's fish. That is the basic topic we're going to stay on today. It is 6:05 here on your Saturday evening. Hopefully you guys are enjoying your Saturday evening. We'll also take a look at sports going around and the return of baseball is finally here. We'll get to that uh, in about five minutes. All right, so our first section we like to study is called Insider. This is our Insider, and today's Insider is... We talked about last time your growth and your aging, how you go from, at birth, babies weigh around seven and a half pounds. Their growing stage. Today we talk about the timeline of the medical knowledge. What did the Greeks and Romans do for their human, like their health? We're going to talk about our bionic body. And you guys can call in with any ideas or send a message. If you have any days on what you want to hear on Let's Get Mixed. Okay, so... Here we go. Bionic body. Technology has come to the aid of many people who, for reasons of disease or accident, need to have a body part replaced. Some parts, such as, such as joints and teeth, are replaced with man-made materials. Other parts of the body need replacements from humans. Organs such as hearts and corneas are transplanted from people who have just died. Blood, bone marrow, and evil, even a single kidney can be received from living donors. Sometimes a person's own body can be used to supply replacement parts, as with skin grafts. So what we read here is that if your body parts fail, they're going to replace it with human-made parts instead of replacing it with, with something else. So that's definitely something else. I don't know what what the, what about this would make that uh, kind of something you guys want to learn. It is great for educational purposes. The next part in our insider is from the inside out. Now we have a little bit to talk about in this, and we've got this last minute to talk about it due to due to the time. In early times, the human body and how it worked was largely a mystery often explained by superstition and religious technique. In Europe, it was not until the Renaissance in the 1500s that scientists began to question their beliefs. They started dissecting human corpse in efforts to understand the body and diseases that affected it. In the late 1800s, with the invention of x-rays, doctors were able to see what was happening under the skin without having to cut open the patient. Since then, many other technologies have been developed providing more and more valuable information about the inner workings of the human body. Well, that's all the time we have for our insider. 
you guys will have to figure that out on another time because that part of the insider is out. Okay, so what I wanted to talk to you guys about right now is fish. If you look at a photograph of the Earth from space, you will see mostly blue water. And that's because 70% of the Earth is water. It fills lakes, oceans, river ponds, swamps, even small pools that last for only one season. In every type of water habitat, from the coldest mountain stream to the darkest, deepest ocean, fish can be found living, eating, mating, having young, and growing old. Now, fish are vertebrates. That is, animal, those vertebrates are animals with a backbone and an internal skeleton. The billions of fish alive today dominate the world's water in a dazzling array of shapes and sizes. The major vertebrate groups, which along with fish include mammals, amphibians, birds, and reptiles. It is hard to determine exactly how many different species or kinds of fish there are. What we know now is that there are more than 21,000 different species of fish today. This means that there are more species of fish than any other vertebrate species combined. New species of fish are constantly being discovered as the deep sea and other remote waters are explored, leading scientists to speculate that the actual number may be closer to 28,000 species. Now, not all animals that live in the water are fish. We, we've seen, if you go to the beach, per se, you know, you see dolphins, whales, sometimes you'll see seals, and even otters that they live in the water. But those are mammals, which breed air, and they nurse their young. Amphibians, such as frogs and toads, also live in water for part of their lives, but they can live on land, too. The characteristics that said fish apart from other animals include living in water, breathing oxygen from the water through gills, having fins for movement, and being cold-blooded. The body temperature of a cold-blooded animal depends on the temperature of their surroundings because they cannot significantly raise or lower their body temperatures on their own. They'll die if the temperatures around them suddenly drop or even rise. So, say you're in a lake, and sometimes the lakes, lakes are warm. So, if that gets too cold, all the fish, the thousands of fish that are inside that lake, will die. So, now, let's talk about what's the fishiest lake in the world. What's the fishiest lake in the world? Well... The fishiest lake in the world is Lake Malawi, also called Lake Nyasa in South Africa, has more different species of fish than any other lake in the world. In fact, just one fish, the cichlid, populates the lake with an astonishing 500 to 1500 species of cichlids in that lake. That is a lot of cichlids species just in one lake. Now, Lake Malawi is found in South Africa. Now, scientists think that there, that so many species have evolved because most other bodies of freshwater, because of most other bodies of freshwater, like Lake Malawi, is isolated from other lakes and ponds. 
The species that are cut off from these species are more likely to evolve into new species. To protect this natural wonder, the nation of Malawi established the Wonders first freshwater national park in 1980. Although it protects all of this lake species, almost all of which are found in Lake Malawi and nowhere else on earth. It was done specifically to preserve the many remarkable varieties of cichlids. That, well, what we just heard right now was me, of course, but that was when I was doing a little research about cichlids. I found this in a book that I thought that it was very interesting to learn. Um, to know that there's 500 to 1500 species of cichlids is truly astonishing to the human eye. If you have any questions about cichlids or any other species of fish, don't you guys can send a message in. And now for our final part about well, this is a more than a one part series, so we're going to get more about fish on the next episode. But to finish off today, let's talk about some where fish live. Now, water occurs on our planet in many forms, from salty seas to murky swamps or even cool streams. But about 2% of the world's water is in the atmosphere in the form of rain. Most of the world's water is found in the oceans. 97%. But surprisingly, only 58% of all fish are marine or saltwater species. And less than 1% of the world's water is freshwater. And yet, that small amount of water is filled with 41% of the species that are alive today. The remaining 1% of fish species are fish that can go back and forth between fresh and salt water. Now there's one mammal that is something like fish, but that can go from fresh water to salt water. That's a crocodile. But crocodiles are more comfortable with fresh water, but they can also go to salt water. I don't know, it's just because of their body temperatures. In the oceans, fish inhabit every available space, from the surface to the seafloor. But most fish live within the top 600 feet of coastal waters. Fish living closer to shore, such as flounders and other flatfish, bury themselves in the sand, leaving only their bulging eyes uncovered, looking like bits of gravel. Now, in the open ocean, fish often live far out to the sea near the surface, swimming restlessly for their entire lives. Deep sea fish live thousands of feet below the water's surface, where it is always very cold and very dark. While deep sea angel angler fish have been caught at the depths of up to 9,000 feet, brotolids have been collected from a depth of more than 27,000 feet. Now, if you take, if you read that, it says while deep, while the anglerfish has been caught at the depths of nine thousand feet, a brotolid has been captured from the depths of more than twenty twenty-seven thousand feet, eighty-two hundred meters down into the open ocean. Man, we got nine minutes left in this program so we gotta kinda hurry this up. That's it for this section that I call the new book of knowledge because every one of us need some knowledge in our life. And now since we're back it's time that we show you guys
a little guitar. I've been playing guitar for a year. So I thought I would play for you guys a song that is from Johnny Cash called Ring of Fire. It doesn't have to be on the third fret to make it sound high, but here we go. by Johnny Cash on guitar. Alright, since we have 30 seconds left in our program, every one of my program is 15 minutes, so I have 30 seconds now, counting. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to me again. I will start recording even more as the school season starts. And I want to thank every one of my listeners for listening to this podcast called Let's Get Mixed. Hope you guys will tune into episode number 3 of Let's Get Mixed, because... Everybody needs to learn education. It is important, especially in my household. So thanks for joining us, everybody. This is H5O signing out.